Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to True Health Tuesday, and the truth will set you free. Okay, today we're going to be talking about stress. <clears throat> now, number one, do we have a healthy, dynamic population? Well, not when you get one in two people who are going to get cancer. That's 50%. Um, 20% have an autoimmune disorder. 25% um, of all deaths are from heart disease. Liver disease is 1 in 10. Depressed, um, 1 in 20. 1 in 3, 30% of our seniors die with dementia. You're looking at 12% thyroid problem, 40% are diabetic. 74% of our our population have a chronic digestive disorder. So what's the cause? Is it genetics, virus, bacteria, chemical imbalance? You, You don't have the right medication or random malfunction? Now, I love this quote from um, <laughs> Dr. Batman Gunji. Um, quote, medical doctors and all other doctors who hold the outdated, ignorant paradigm of disease coming from germs, bad luck, or bad genes will be stunned when they realize what is ahead. All of a sudden, they will feel naked. They will see the many years of learning and memorizing scientific jargons, all the statistical analysis for the justification of treatment protocols, utilizing toxic chemicals or invasive procedures, and the price structure attached to these acquired skills is declared obsolete. Now, he was the author, end of quote, of Water Cures, Drugs Kill. So let's, let's create a new paradigm. Okay, where, where health is the natural state of the body. And literally, the power that made the body heals the body because you are more energy than matter. So we've got to change our, our view of the world. So is your body responding correctly to the environment? Like high blood pressure, is that really a disease or is it an adaptation to stress? And inflammatory bowel, is that a, a stress adaptation or toxic exposure or an actual disease? fibromyalgia, high cholesterol. What does cholesterol do? Cholesterol doesn't clog arteries, so why would you reduce it? Knowing that cholesterol is an adaptation. Breast cancer, is that a stress adaptation or toxic exposure? Multiple sclerosis, is that a stress adaptation or toxic exposure? So so you really got to look at at the reason behind this. So to change your, your paradigm, to literally, you got to change your life. But ask the right questions. Like, why are we so sick? Do we need more medications, more medical interventions? Do we need more surgeries? Are we not starting people on medication sooner? <laughs> Is our species just effective? So today's healthcare system is based on a broken paradigm. They, they take the body and break it down into mechanical systems like the digestive system, the nervous system, the immune system, the respiratory. And, and the way their view is with the specialization of the medical care is you're going to a specialist in the digestive system, except are they aware that if you're in a stressed state that the digestive system is going to be altered? So we really got to change the world. Every system of the body every system 
is controlled and coordinated by the nervous system. So what do all these systems have in common? Uh, and I'm talking like the cardiovascular system, reproductive, respiratory, endocrine, digestive system, immune system, urinary system, skin, integumentary system, musculoskeletal. Okay, let's look at the adaptive response to stress. Now, any real or imagined threat, your body responds to it correctly. This means every system of the body, the cardiovascular, your musculoskeletal system, the digestive system, the nervous system, pulmonary system, everything responds to it. And this has to do with the fight or flight response. And you've got an automatic nervous system. One part keeps you alive under stress. The other part regenerates tissue. Now, when you're being... Um, uh, uh, when you perceive a stress, because it's really your perception of stress, okay, instantly your heart rate elevates, instantly your blood pressure elevates, instantly blood supply to the gut is shut down and the immune system is suppressed. And this is universal. So um, when we look at, at how this works, it begins in the hypothalamus, and the hypothalamus gets all its information from the central nervous system then the hypothalamus triggers the pituitary to either activate the adrenal glands, suppress the thyroid, and then a whole host of things occur. The liver starts to break glycogen down to glucose. And this is under your perception of stress. This means blood sugar goes up. Um, this means heart rate increases. This means um, dilation of the bronchioles. So... What happens under the effects of chronically elevated cortisol? Because cortisol is supposed to, it's an amazing substance secreted by the adrenal glands to keep you alive under short-term stress. Now, what does it do? Well, it increases blood sugar levels. Again, you're running away from danger. It decreases protein synthesis. Why? Because you have less blood supply going to the stomach. That means less acid. That means you have less, less available amino acids. So then what does that decreased protein synthesis happen? It, it's called muscle wasting. And then this can lead to an alk, um, acidifying of the blood. So then that causes the body to go to the bone bank and withdraw calcium. So that leads to osteoporosis. Then it also interferes with skin regeneration, can cause the lymph tissue to shrink. Um, it, it literally diminishes lymphocyte numbers and function. Now, chronic stress in the digestive, just look at the digestive system and know that the digestive system is how you keep alive. And this is where neurotransmitters are produced. So they call it the gut-brain connection. Chronic stress, you're looking at four times less blood flow to your digestive system. So what does this do? Well, it decreases metabolism. And this is why belly, um, seat, and thigh weight distribution is very common. It decreases enzymatic output of your gut, decreases nutrient absorption, decreases oxygenation of your gut, elevates cholesterol for hormone production, elevates triglycerides, um, decreases your gut flora population, increases food sensitivity, all chronic stress. And this is physical, chemical, or emotional stress. And that's literally what we're exposed to. So <clears throat> you boil down all the stressors of your life and they all boil down to physical, chemical, emotional stress. If you're addressing all three of those stressors, then your body is able to adapt, adapt to our, our world. So what's the number one first step? 
change your question. The quality of your life depends on the quality of questions you ask. Okay, in the allopathic questions, and this is the the most popular or popularized form of healthcare now. It's not really popular, it's just promoted. Um, how can I feel better, doctor? What do I got? How do I treat it? What drug or therapy do I take? And those are the allopathic questions. It's, it's this victim mentality. Change those questions. Change those questions to, what am I toxic with? What am I deficient in? Why do I have this symptom? See, see the difference there is one is you're a victim being attacked. The other is your body is responding correctly based on the environmental stimulus. And this is huge because when people come to me and they say, look, I have adrenal fatigue, I have um, bowel disorders, I have uh, low-functioning thyroid, I have type 2 diabetes, first thing I say to them is your body is responding correctly, correctly based on the environment. We're not going to treat the adaptation of stress. We're going to look at at the the initiators of that stress. So first step, avoid... Um, well, there's certain things that we can't talk about. Okay, just imagine injections uh, in the population. All medications, all medications, and this is over-the-counter prescription, alter mitochondrial function. Okay, so if you're taking a drug for a symptom, find out why you're taking that drug because typically the medications are prescribed for your adaptive response to a stress. Then look at environmental toxins. Look at the, the food you consume. Make sure it's non, uh, you know, if you're looking at non-organic, genetically modified foods, these are soaked in glyphosates. They're, you know, they have less nutrient available. Nutrient deficiencies are a big cause because you don't have the raw materials. And then you've got to address the chronic stress. Health, and I'm talking dynamic health, is a result of action, not luck. Sickness and disease come from deficiency or toxicity. It doesn't happen by random chance or bad luck. Now, your level of health is based on your genetic expression of your nerve supply and lifestyle choices. So it's not the genes, it's your expression of those genes. So really, de identifying and dealing with the physical, chemical, and emotional stress. That's why we have the five keys to health. Proper nerve supply. And remember, you've got an automatic nervous system. One part keeps you alive under stress, and that's the sympathetic or fight or flight. The other part regenerates tissue. And that regeneration is the rest, digest, and repair. So when I talk about proper nerve supply, you've got to look at the structure. Regular exercise. This means every day. Half hour of exercise every day. Why? Because this helps brain function. It helps gut function. It helps your bones and muscles. It's literally one of the greatest. It, it's a nutrient. Movement is a nutrient for your brain. And then proper nutrition. This means if your great-grandparents would recognize the food you're consuming, then it's probably good food because organic, seasonal uh, are the key. Sufficient rest. This means that when you're sleeping, your body is regenerating. And this is hugely important because at night is when your body regenerates. And you are never going to see someone with a chronic illness or disease that has great sleep. Okay, so look at our sleep restriction videos. 
and then prayer and meditation. Why is this so vital? Well, meditation puts you in that parasympathetic state. But prayer, you're talking to God. You're talking to the maker of the human being. Okay, so every study, every study involving prayer shows that prayer facilitates tissue production. And that's what a lot of, that's what the majority of disease is. It's you're not building healthy tissue. You're adapting to a stressful environment. So if you build a healthy body, and to build a healthy body, you need proper nerve supply, regular exercise, proper nutrition, sufficient rest, and prayer and meditation. And this is, I think Zig Ziglar said it best, um, prayer and meditation, I'm probably misquoting, okay, but prayer and meditation are done best like bathing, daily. <laughs> so, so your body is designed to live on this planet. Um, you will thrive on this planet because it was built for you. This is Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate. God bless you, and, and I love you. You're amazing. Stay healthy, my friends. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.